T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact. So jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Last month in December, set an all-time record of encounters, using the air quotes there, encounters at our border. Uh, We know that Mayorkas has failed in his job. Joe Biden is failing in his job to protect this country. But it's not just it's not just Eagle Pass where uh, the GOP delegates representatives are today. We're going to be talking with. Uh, Representative William Timmons coming up uh, just about 5.15, 5.16 this afternoon. He is down at Eagle Pass, Texas. I've been to the border in Yuma, Arizona. I've seen what's going on there. But it is safe to say that this isn't a Southwest problem. Every state is a border state, every single one of them. Joining us right now is Representative Thomas Beach. Representative Beach, welcome to the program. How are you this afternoon? Happy New Year to you, by the way. Happy New Year, sir. How are you doing? Doing really, really well. You witnessed something the other day that uh, was uh, uh, pretty mind-boggling, wasn't it? Well, not only that, but the Republican uh, Party last year during the House session, we uh, they were they had language where it would give illegal aliens occupational licenses. Yeah, and so. Uh, I put up an amendment to get rid of that language and was successful. So I've been trying to combat this whole entire uh, invasion uh, with illegal immigration for our state since day one. But uh, to what you're talking about was that um, uh, law enforcement recorded a tour bus with Texas license plates and have illegal jumping out of this uh, of this bus and I posted that uh, yeah. uh, video on my social media and it's you know when I called uh, the uh, law enforcement and the uh, various agencies uh, and they without any content they said oh was this happening on White Horse Road and this is in my district right and, and I was like well yeah well yeah we know about it there's nothing we can do <laughs> I'm so- like what so they admitted that these were illegal aliens being brought to the upstate in your district right there off White Horse Road in a tour bus from Texas. That's correct. Yep. And, and there's nothing they, they can do about it. Nothing they can do about it. Yeah. I mean, they can. Uh, there, there's a bunch of finger pointing. Um, and but it really becomes down to the uh, the feds that. This is their wheelhouse, immigration enforcement, yeah. and they'll they'll come and stomp on you if you try to to enforce the laws. So it's 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 all by design. 
So even even so their immigration policies. And remember, we haven't had a new immigration law since the, the, the Bush administration, but their immigration policies trump state law. That's right. So if we try to enforce immigration, uh, they have obstacles to go to go around that. And and uh, the law enforcement is sick and tired of, of, of trying to deal with this. And they, they say our hands are tied. And so we have we're dealing with uh, a federal government who's abdicated its responsibility and duty to the yeah, citizens. Right. Er- eroded the social contract. I mean, we vote to give the government power, and in return, we expect them to protect us, and they're not holding up their end of the deal. And so whenever we want to try to do their job, mm-hmm. turn around and say, no, you can't, or, you you know, there's consequences. Um, it's a mess. It really is a mess. I mean, I guess they're talking about withholding federal funding, withholding federal tax dollars from the state. Uh, if something like that happens, well, what can we do to fight back? Yes. So I've been given a lot of thought about this. And one bill I proposed is I'm drafting right now as we speak. I've been working on it for the last couple of days is what I'm going to do is put law enforcement on the way stations in uh, once you enter South Carolina on, on the interstate, right? There's these way stations. Well, I'm going to mandate that all tour buses have to pull in, and we're going to have a state officer, a state agent, uh, inspect the bus for human trafficking. Now, the re- reason why I want to go to human trafficking that that word uh, it matters is because. Right. From what I understand, if I start saying in the law, look, we're looking for illegal aliens, then the, the, the courts are going to say, oh, you're trying to discriminate and they're going to kill it and shoot it down and we're, we're going back to square one. But because I'm looking for uh, you know, in, uh, a situation with human trafficking, that opens up the doors for all sorts of things. We think of human trafficking of you know, like little underage kids or mm-hmm. what, but it actually encompasses a whole lot. Sure. And so the, the attorneys and judges I've talked to, they're like, wow, Thomas, this is pretty genius. Uh, actually, this would help a, a whole lot. So, folks, be prepared to support my bill that um, we're going to put agents on the border and in, inspect these buses uh, for human trafficking, and 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 if. If that is the case, we're going to arrest the bus drivers. Oh wow! Uh, and, so, uh, so now, yeah. now, now we've our attorney general here, um, uh, uh, Alan Wilson. He is he's really big on the human trafficking issue. Do you think you can get him to go along with with a bill like this? <laughs> you know, if you're going to call yourself conservative, I don't see how you're not going to go along with this bill. Right. Uh, so, uh, you know, I, I'm. Uh, I'm hoping that we have enough pressure uh, from uh, the good people of South Carolina. Um, we, you're looking at, when we think about illegal aliens, we're talking about 8 million uh, p- uh, people that crossed our border, I think it was last year. Yeah. And it's the majority of these folks are able body young men right and so it's not an immigration it's an invasion 
Yeah, it is. And if they were all wearing uniforms, we would certainly all agree that it was an invasion, right? Yes, and so we need to start thinking and and and, and realizing what is going on here. Um, you know, at one time we would say, "Well, this this what what the government's doing, uh, the Biden administration was doing, would be treasonous." And uh, I don't know what happened to these days uh, where we're we're out of that mindset, but we are being invaded, and there's. It's from my understanding, it's pretty simple to get a Social Security uh, number from the federal government now. And once that happens, they, you know, they're uh, able to get public assistance. And so I'm also exploring ways where, you know, what can we do to turn off the magnets, such as food stamps and and other uh, uh, public benefits that uh, these able-bodied uh, people uh, are, are are latching onto and coming here for the for right. So, all right. Well, I, you know what? I love it. Keep us updated on how this bill is going, and we will certainly let everybody know. And we'll have them call their representatives, and we will sound the alarm. Thank you, sir, so much. Thank you, Representative Thomas Beach. We appreciate you calling in this afternoon. We'll be right back. When we do another issue affecting Greenville County, this has to do with the Greenville Women's Clinic. You need to be aware of this. It's the Charlie James Show. News Talk 98.9 WORD, the voice of the Carolinas. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. If you have a business in Greenville County, Greenville County has codes that you must abide by. And if you don't abide by those codes, they can revoke your business license. I mean, just imagine uh, going uh, uh, walking past a business and someone throws feces on you. Uh, somebody that the, uh, the business has hired throws feces on you. Do you think they think you should be able to uh, keep your business license if that's a regular thing? The answer to that is no, unless you are the Greenville Women's Clinic. Joining us right now is Megan Ingersoll. Uh, Megan, uh, welcome to the program. How are you? Happy New Year, by the way. Yes, Happy New Year, Charlie. Good to talk to you. So Greenville Women's Clinic, clearly in violation of a lot of codes in Greenville County, right? Yeah, I was actually just rereading the code. So, And this is, you know, public. People can look it up. Greenville County Code, Section 21-8, 1A, 1B, 1C, and 2 look like they've all been violated. Yeah. Um, it talks about, you know, public nuisance and then describes all of those behaviors. And like you just mentioned, you know, um, 
harassing, you know, throwing things on people, violence, criminal activity, you know, all of those kinds of things would put you in violation of the code. Sure. And there's clear clear procedures that could be taken to, to, to help with this issue. So, yeah, it's a little crazy. So if I own a business and the police are constantly showing up at my store because mm. there are people violating the law, they're going to yank my license, aren't they? Well, I would assume so. Yeah. I mean, and I think... I think with this issue, you know, people really feel like because, like you mentioned, it's the Greenville Women's Clinic, it, people feel that, well, this is an abortion issue, a pro-life issue. It, it's a free speech issue. It's not actually, you know, you can't you can't pull someone's license because they believe in abortion or right. whatever. And and of course, that's not what the, but that's not what the issue is. I think that that's the red herring argument that people are wanting to use. Yeah, and yeah. I had such an awesome conversation last night, uh, Charlie. I went to the um County council meetings, you know, that's where you got to go to find out what's going on. Um, And so I had a chat with Councillor Chris Harrison, and it was so positive as as we were chatting. And he was, you know, talking about, wow, yeah, like hearing this, like this is what's going on. Um, I know he's interested in the issue. You know, I know Stan Jublakis and Shaw and Benton Blount, you know, they're really interested in this issue. So I'm encouraged that they these councillors are spending time to look into it, talk to the sheriff. I've talked with the sheriff, and he said, Charlie, 300 calls in the last two two years, under two years. 300 calls. I mean, 300. And it, and it's not, and I know, again, you know, people say, and I've heard, I've heard people tell me, well, people on both sides, okay, yeah, but but the P, the Piedmont Women's Center, the, the pro-life center, is not enabling it. They don't allow their volunteers, actually asked, um, they don't allow their volunteers to be, um, like they don't encourage that to to be right. a, um, you know, a whatever out there protesting, and and of course the pro life people are not the ones you know that are throwing feces at people as you yeah, mentioned. Yeah, exactly. So uh, and, and and you know the thing is is that it's not just protesters. They are the people for the Greenville Women's Clinic. That it's like a you know kind of a gated area, enclosed area. I don't know if you've been out there recently, but it's. You know, they have parking, a couple designated parking spots for these people who are out there throwing feces on people. They yeah. have, they allow them to go in the building, use the facilities. It is my understanding that they are brought on by, they are, um, you know, I'm careful with use the word hire because I've not looked at their their payroll. Yeah. But my understanding is that these are enabled and, you know, this behavior is fostered by the Greenville Women's Clinic. They are bringing these people in to do this. They are supporting them. And they're for sure letting them park. They're letting them use their facilities. They are wearing shirts. I mean, Charlie, imagine if somebody is standing outside your radio station wearing Charlie James show yeah. and throwing feces on people. You'd be like, no way, buddy. You <laughs> no, know? it's not going to happen. So, uh, so they're yeah. looking. At, so, uh, are, are they? They're looking at, at shutting it down, right? Well, I mean, so Councilor uh, Jubalakis has initiated a resolution calling upon um, the business license revoking. The resolution doesn't actually, you know, do the business right. license. That would be our administrator, Joe Cornell. He has the power, though, today. We don't need the resolution to be passed. While that would be great to have county council line up behind this, sure. I can't imagine anyone not as a counselor looking at this, talking to the sheriff. I, I can't imagine they'd come to the conclusion other than they should get an absolute suspension or revoking of their license. I mean, it seems to be clear violations of the code, um, but it's, it's, it's the administrator who needs to do it. So uh, really, we need our counselors to put pressure on 
um, Joe Cornell, he, he needs to, to look at this, and he's the one who has the power to do it. Um, so I hope people will call and, and talk to their counselors. I think because it's pro-life, pro-abortion, you know, those are the businesses. So if people need to, in their mind, imagine it's Taco Bell, I don't really care. Right, yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah, I mean, and, when and, you, and, and you're right. Once it gets to pro-life, pro-abortion, uh, people don't want to get their hands dirty. That's right. And and I understand that. But goodness gracious, I mean, if we're talking about that. If this is a majority Republican county council, yeah. we should have some guts, some guts on this council. They should be willing to say, line in the sand. I'm not afraid of you, Planned Parenthood. I'm not afraid of you. This is what the law says. I don't really care what you think. Yeah, I so, agree. Um, yeah, I would I would hope, you know, and encourage them. I and tell people don't, you know, encourage our counselors that they they're on the front lines of putting the pressure on Joe Cornell to pull this license or at least to issue a letter of suspension. Yeah, absolutely. I agree. So everybody uh, pick up the phone and start calling your county council members and tell them that, that they got to they got to look into in, in, into yanking this license because what's going on like I said, right. if you had a nightclub where this was happening, they wouldn't hesitate to shut you down with 300 no, calls in 2 years. Not. That's right. That's right. And Charlie, there's a website I found that has some great information. It's called lifeongroveroad.com, um, I believe, and mm-hmm. it they this some people have put together this website, and it has, you know, videos demonstrating, talking about this issue. It shows, you know, clean and clear. If people don't want to drive down there for themselves, it shows what's been going on. Um, and so that might be helpful for people, too. Yeah, absolutely right. That is life on gro- gro- life on groveroad.com. And uh, uh, Megan Ingersoll, always a pleasure to talk to you, ma'am. We appreciate it. Thanks for bringing this to light and uh, happy new year. We'll talk to you again soon. I appreciate your call. So again, call your county council members, tell them, uh, uh, alert them to the problem. And here's the thing though, tell them that when the heat comes, because that's what they're going to be hesitant about doing anything on this because they know the heat is going to come. Tell them that you will support them, just like Thomas Beach. Thomas Beach got this bill that he's going to do about uh, human trafficking here in South Carolina. Call him. Tell him, Thomas, we got your back on this thing. We support you. Now, we're, we're always telling you to call and, you know, maybe let your voice be heard, but do it also in a positive way. When they do something wrong, absolutely give them a call and, you know, tell them they're doing wrong. But when they're doing right or you feel like they need to, their support, give them a call. Give them a call and let them know that the people of, of, of Greenville County support them on this, and maybe that will help. We also had some action on that front in the State House today. We'll be talking with State Senator Josh Kimbrell when we get back. It's the Charlie James Show, News Talk 98.9 WORD, the voice of the Carolinas. Welcome back to the program on your Wednesday. I, I'm telling you what, somebody told me that it was Wednesday today. I, I would, if you'd have told me that at noon today, I'd have said no. I, no. I th- thought it was Tuesday all day, but here it is Wednesday. Oh, by the way, I think we've only got, did you know this? It's like 36 days, and maybe I'm wrong about this because I got this off the internet. Um, 36 days from now, the sun is going to set at 7 o'clock. 
So the days are actually going to start getting longer. Maybe we will see. We will see. All right. GS Plumbing Talk Line 800-905-0989. The Common Sense Retirement Planning Text Line 71307. Would love to chat with you this afternoon. Oh, my goodness. Oh, so here's what I heard today. Um, are you, Will, are you a fan of Star Wars? Are you like Star Wars or Star Trek? Trek. Which one are you? Which, which one are you pro, Super Will? I am more of a Star Wars fan. Star Wars. Yep. Star Wars. So, I, I, you know, I, I like both of them. I, I'm not really, you know, I dig both of them. Um, well, the Star Wars franchise is about to go absolutely down the drain. Oh, no. What are they doing now? 100%. They have hired a uh, group of radical feminists to do the next Star Wars movie. I I would be surprised if they hadn't already been doing that. I mean, because you know Disney Disney oh, owns oh. it now, right? Oh, it's oh, it's going to be even um, even more. In fact, the whole goal is to make men uncomfortable. Of the next Star Wars. Ugh. Oh, I think you're making most of your fan base uncomfortable, though, uh, right? Right. Yes. <laughs> exactly right. Exactly right. Uh, but uh, but we have seen this happen before. Look look what happened to Ghostbusters. I was that was actually the first thing when you said you, that. That was the first thing that came to mind. Nobody cared about Ghostbusters all female. Nobody cared about that stuff. I mean, look, weren't you happy with Barbie? I mean, you radical feminist that <laughs> wanted to make men uncomfortable. Weren't you happy with Barbie? Now you got to go in and get Star Wars. It's going to tank. It's going to. When will they learn that wokeness just does not sell in this country? Well, and you know, so actually, it's funny because I was watching this clip. I don't. I'm sure you're aware of the the franchise Sonic, correct? Yeah. So right. they so they have on uh, Cartoon Network. I think it aired for a while. Was Sonic Boom? So it was like a little 3D CGI uh, kind of slice of life sitcom style Sonic, and they actually make fun of like these kind of feminist tropes. So you know, yeah. they've got one where. Um, Amy, the girl hedgehog, she's about to like do a kick in soccer or whatever. And so she's like, all right, we'll see if the, the female can break the glass ceiling. And then Knuckles, one of the oh, other yeah. characters, <laughs> comes out and he's like, you know, when you point out the differences between males and females and say, like, you're going to be the exception, you know, rather than the status quo, you're actually not being, you know, like – to be a, a feminist or whatever would just be to be, hey, this is the normal thing. I'm just going to, you know – Hey, on my merit alone. Right. You know, right. not because I'm woman, hear me roar or, you know, whatever. Well, here's the thing, though. You know, now they're, I mean, if you really look at it, the women's world record in the 400 meters gets beaten by the boys' high school record for the 400 meters. We're talking about uh, Olympic-level sprinters on the women's side. They get defeated by high school guys. And we saw the, uh, the United States women's soccer team. They got beaten by a group of uh, high school kids. And now USA Boxing is going to allow trans men to compete against women in boxing. Okay. I don't normally bet on sports, but I'm fixing to. <laughs> I'm fixing to start doing some wagering on some uh, on some boxing matches that are coming up because I know exactly who's going to win those things. 
This is going to be de- oh, ladies, and again, I you know what I've decided it's, it's kind of one of my uh, uh, resolutions for 2024. I don't care. I I don't care, ladies. If you want to compete against men, go for it. That's your decision. When you show up in that boxing ring and you look across at your opponent, and this is obviously a male. From that moment on, it is your choice. I've got nothing to say about it. Do you want to get your faith smashed in? Well, that's up to you. Do you want to lose a swimming match because you're competing against somebody that's obviously a male? Hey, that's up to you. I am sick and tired of defending these women when they need to be defending themselves. You want equal rights? Defend yourself. Charlie, Star Wars has always been creepy because it portrays third world dystopia with high technology like light speed and robot. Trek is more a communist utopia. I have no idea. Uh, let's see. Charlie, do you know how to pee off a feminist? Just say anything. Yeah, you're right. That's the truth, isn't it? Um, so, Charlie, that woke is going to make Hollywood broke. Well, it's making them broke now. It's making them broke now. When will they learn that conservative movies like The Hill, I don't know if you guys have seen that. It's a great movie. Um, like Sound of Freedom, like others that are starting to come out. Those are the films that are making money. Those are the films that are raking in the cash. Sound of Freedom got made for $15 million. And that sounds like a lot, but in the movie industry, it's not. $15 million. It brought in over $300 million at the box office. Americans are thirsty for good, wholesome entertainment. Because why? You can't find it. You can't find it anywhere. It's, it's, it, it's almost not to be had. The only time I watch network television, the only time is when I'm watching a football game and it's on one of the networks. That's it. And then I see all the ads, all the promos for the shows that they've got coming up on that network. And they're going, what, what, are, you, what are you even doing? There's no way. There's no way I'm going to watch that. That's absolute garbage. So, anyway, there you go. We are, let's see if we can, uh, going to find out. All right, we've got Congressman William Timmons coming up in just a minute. He is down at Eagle Pass, Texas. We'll talk to him about what's going on there. We'll be right back. It's the Charlie James Show, News Talk 98.9 WORD, the voice of the Carolinas. You know the border is a wreck. Last month was a record month for encounters at the border, and I believe what it was uh, just in 2020, we only had like 40-something thousand encounters. We've had over 300 uh, encounters in December. Let's go right now to Representative William Timmons. He is at the border uh, with the uh, GOP. Uh, Representative Timmons, welcome to the program. How are you? Charlie, doing great. Uh, Thank you for having me on. We had 66 members of the Republican Conference come down here led by Speaker Mike Johnson, we had uh, Chairman of Judiciary, Jim Jordan, Chairman of uh, Homeland Security, Mark Green. And, you know, it is worse than ever. I've been in Congress for five years. This is my fourth trip down to the border. And um, like you said, 300,000 people crossed the southern border just in December. Um, And Biden's three years in office is really six million people, um, of which over one and a half million are gotaways, meaning 
they didn't even get processed. It, it is outrageous. It is really just a disaster. Uh, the speaker keeps trying to figure out the right word. I, I think we're on madness. It's just madness. Yeah. And uh, we're going to hold the line. We're going to make sure that uh, this president um, changes these policies. Uh, he has to. Our country cannot continue um, with these ridiculous um, open border, uh, this, this ridiculous open border approach. And, and you know, and a lot of people think these are just Mexicans coming across the border. I'm seeing pictures online now of, of Russian, uh, I'm sorry, of uh, Ukrainian and Chinese passports that were abandoned at our border. So these people are coming across with no ID. Charlie, you wouldn't, you wouldn't believe it. I was sitting at the, at the, at the Rio Grande uh, River uh, not 45 minutes ago, and a dozen uh, military-age males literally walked up to razor wire. There's razor wire as, as long as the eye can see. I'm going to post these photos on social media, by the way. Yeah. And uh, they just go between the razor wire, and they walk up, and they say, we're here for asylum. We have a credible fear of being uh, you know, persecuted against uh, in Venezuela. And What's going to happen is they're going to drive them uh, over to the Del Rio um, Center uh, where they process everybody, and they're going to be let out into this country in 36 hours. Yeah. So they literally just they casually walk up to the border. They walk around the razor wire, and this is all done in front of 66 members of Congress and 100 members of the media. And we watch them get taken off, and literally 36 hours later, and one more thing, in the middle of the press conference we had, a family was wading across, and they almost drowned. And they just literally walked across to where the, um, the, the boats are being taken out of the water right now. They got these hovercrafts, and um, they just literally put them on a bus and took them to the same uh, processing facility. And in 36 hours, they're going to be using your tax dollars, our tax dollars, to go anywhere they want to in this country. They well, will literally be flown to any place they want to go. One of those places is right here in the upstate of South Carolina. Representative Thomas Beach posted a video of illegals being offloaded uh, from a tour bus from Texas over on Whitehorse Road um, just over the past couple of days. And this is apparently uh, happening all over the country, isn't it? The crazy thing is, is, well, when they cross over, they want to go somewhere they know people. And obviously we have a large Hispanic community in Berea. So I'm sure some of the people that crossed the southern border said, well, actually, yeah, I have, I have family in Berea. I want to go there. But yeah. there's all over the country, wherever you want to go, once you once you get processed, again, processing takes 36 to 72 hours. They had, Where we are right now, last week, uh, they had 5,000 people um, in one day. And you know how many of those were, were held more than 36 hours? <laughs> less than 10 percent. Yeah. Less than 10 percent. So they let 4,500 4, people walk across the southern border here, uh, and they put them on a bus. They took them to the processing facility. 36 hours later, they sent them anywhere they want to go. Uh, and this is the crazy thing. Um, we met with the uh, Department of Public Safety of Texas, who's just going crazy because Texas is just getting swamped. I mean, it's just c- complete anarchy. And we also met with the uh, Customs and Border Patrol. And they're both telling the same story from a different perspective. When the 5,000 people crossed the, crossed the border in one day last week, and the Customs and Border Patrol for this entire sector, which is one-eighth of the overall border, had to come and process them because they can only the, – the whole facility is designed for 1,000 people. So they had to all come in, 1,400 agents. And at that time, they were supposed to be covering 250 miles of the border. 
Yeah. And when they brought those 1,400 agents in to not patrol, to process all the people that cross the border illegally, 240 miles of, of our southern border was completely uh, without any security. And this was all done intentionally. The cartels are pushing these people sure, across sure. so they can then run weapons in sex trafficking, human trafficking, and they can run drugs. I mean, it, it, this is wild. And this president, this president can sign his name and take everything back to the uh, Trump era policies. He, he's the reinstituted man in Mexico. He's a reform our asylum laws, continue to build the wall. These are simple policies that we don't even have to pass a law to do. He can just sign his name. And we're about to have a fight uh, January 19th. We got to fund the government. And I have a really good feeling that securing this other border is going to be a a condition precedent for any government funding. So either yes. the president's going to shut the government down or he's going to secure the border. So uh, there is calls. Uh, they are going to start impeachment increase into Alejandro Mayorkas. Um, what are you hearing about that? So uh, I've spent the last 48 hours with uh, Chairman Mark Green, and he has a hearing this, this coming week on it. Um, I, I fully expect that we will be voting on an impeachment uh, for Mayorkas in I would say the next couple of weeks. It's just outrageous. I mean, it, it is, it's madness and it, it has to be intentional. It has sure. to be intentional. Sure it is. And I mean, I, I think at the end of the day, uh, the Democrats think that if they get uh, millions of additional people hooked on uh, government resources, hooked on, um, you know, all these social programs, and they don't want to, they're going to then let them vote, which they're already doing in, uh, New York and, yeah. and uh, D.C. and in California, then they're going to say, all right, well, these people aren't going to vote out Santa Claus. And it'll, it's all about power. The Democrats want to maintain their power. And this is just another way for them to try to do just that. And, you know, it, it's killing hundreds of thousands of Americans. More than 300 Americans every day die of fentanyl overdoses. And 95% of that comes across the southern border because yeah. of everything we're talking about. So no border security, um, and, and they're going all over the interior of the United States. This is all Joe Biden's and, and doing. And do you feel like this administration is being played by the cartels right now? Because nobody gets to the border without the cartel's permission. So just on the, the sector that I'm at, the Del Rio sector of, of the border, um, the cartels are making $1.6 billion a year yeah. in, in human smuggling. And, you know, the 5,000 people that came across the, the border in one day last week, um, all those people had to pay between three and $10,000. And the ones that couldn't pay it, their family's still in Mexico or wherever. And they say, all right, well, we'll get you across, but you got to pay us off. Sometimes it takes eight to 15 years. And if you don't pay them off, they'll kill your family. Yeah. So it's just slavery. It's slavery. Yeah. Right now, there's more than 30 million people enslaved uh, across, across the planet. And Millions of them, millions of them are in uh, the United States because of just that. Unbelievable. Well, we will certainly keep an eye on your social media to see the uh, sites. And if anything else happens that you uh, feel the need to report, always you're always welcome to give us a call. I appreciate it. Thank you. Hey, great to be with you. Yes, sir. Uh, Representative uh, uh, William Timmons calling in from Del Rio sector there in Eagle Pass, Texas. And listen, I had somebody call and said, you need to wake up. Uh, let me just explain. I said a little bit of this last night. My tolerance for the keyboard warriors in 2024 is going to be about that long. It is about that long. Okay. I don't need to wake up. 
I've been going to the fair conference for years now. I have I have talked to more uh, uh, border patrol agents and border patrol chiefs and border patrol union chiefs and 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 I, I've talked to more ranchers and then you can even imagine. I know the problem that's going on. So when I say Mayorkas is failing at his job, what I am talking about is his job is homeland security. He is failing at the security part. Now, is he failing by design? Yeah, I believe so. Absolutely. But he is failing at his job to keep our border secure. That's the issue that we need to talk about. And that's why Mayorkas needs to be impeached. Now, will the next person that Biden puts in charge of that, will they be any better? Probably not. But the word should go out. If you fail at that job, you will be replaced. We'll be right back. It's the Charlie James Show. News Talk 98.9 WRD, the voice of the Carolinas. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact. So jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.